Pandora's box. Whoa. I don't know what it's not scary. Well, this one is scary. Gonna get sued for that. Uh-huh. Get sued. Oh, I gotta jump this hard out. Welcome to Randor's Box, everybody. This is a Randor's Box. This is a bonus episode. Um, here we go. Randor's Box. I I don't know. The intro just played, and now I'm making a fucking theme song. Uh, happy to be here. I promised you guys to this week, and I'm putting it out on a Sunday. Like... The least, no one is going to listen to this fucking episode. Uh, my diehard lippies will, but no one else will listen to this episode. And you know what? Fine. Don't. Because guess what? Going to keep making them. Even if you don't listen to this podcast, I'm just going to, I'm just not going to stop. So whatever. I just punched the mic because I itched my nose. So whatever. Welcome to Randora's Box. This is the episode about Jeffrey Dahmer's Neighbors. And it's creepy, fucking weird. So I'm gonna. So if it sounds like I'm distracted, it's because I have to get on my phone and Google because some of the shit with Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbors is fucking crazy. Before we get like into what the accounts of it were, oh, I've already fucked this episode up because I couldn't say a certain phrase. Before we get into the meat of the Jeffrey, that's why that's why I can't ever be on like public radio. That's exactly why. Because if I was like, um, well, in a parallel or in a parallel in a parallel in a parallel universe, and then I'd look at my producer and go, "Fuck this! This shit sucks my fucking asshole." Can't say a fucking word right. It'd be the cough button all day. You got baby boy on a podcast. Okay, let me stretch out uh, Je- Jeffrey Dahmer's damn nabes. These nabes, boy howdy. He, first of all, if you don't know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, uh, get a book. <laughs> get a book. Get on the internet and Google him and prepare to be horrified. You thought I was going to say horny? Uh, I wasn't. Yeah, prepare to be horrified. He was a, he was a dude that lived in uh, Milwaukee. And in the 80s and 90s, he ate other dudes' chests. Okay? That's what he did. He was a serial killer. He didn't eat their chests while they were alive. He was a gay gay dude, and he would go to gay bars and gay clubs, and he would get wasted with other gay men, and then he'd take them back to his house, and he would eat their chests. And not in like the way I kiss Andrew Rudick, my good friend, in the middle of his chest, but right before we start our shift at the comedy club. Not, not then. I mean, he was he was eating people. This guy's a cannibal. Do I have to explain what a cannibal is? If I thought you guys were that stupid, I would not do a podcast. But yeah, he was a serial killer. Everybody knows who he is. He's like the most famous serial killer. Because when I was a kid and I heard of Jeffrey Dahmer, I almost pooped my pants. Because I didn't think that was like a real thing. 
when people were when I was like a young kid, and like Barbie B, if if we if my mom if me and my brother did something kind of fucked up, like if we like if we like killed a bug in the house, she would say from the other room, "What are you, Jeffrey Dahmer?" She would call us Jeffrey Dahmer. We'd get Dahmered all the time if we were like doing something weird. So, of course, I looked it up. And that was the one when I was a kid. If I'd hear Jeffrey Dahmer's name, I'd be like, oh, dude, that that's fucking scary. That's real scary. So he was like an actual living nightmare person. And I remember he he they did an interview with him, and I couldn't watch it when I was a kid. I was too disturbed by it. But now you, we're desensitized to everything. Now I watch it, I'm like, this guy's kind of a fucking doofus, huh? People were scared of this guy, but he's just kind of a nerd. He just kind of like sat in his apartment and had one really creepy, weird thing about him. He sat in his apartment. He was like, well, I guess I'm just going to get hammered and then eat a guy's leg tonight. Like I sit in the house and I'm like, well, I probably drink, probably drink a couple soda waters. Maybe I'll eat some trail mix. Go up to the comedy club. Jeffrey Dover was like, well, let's see here. I do need another man's skull for my devil altar. I guess I could go out. It is Thursday. Well, we'll just see who's down at the club. Uh, anybody that looks delicious down there. I wonder how many hacky jokes Dahmer had, too. Like, cause you know, if you're like a fucked up cannibal, you know what I mean? If like, you're like a, like, if you're a fucked up person that you know, you do fucked up shit, but you exist in public, you're not like a recluse. You just don't think you ever sit in public. And like a guy was talking to Jeffrey's like, you look delicious. And the guy's like, Oh, thank you. And then just walks away. And Jeffrey was like serious, but the waiter was just like, that guy is so nice. He said, I look delicious. <laughs> well, this is going to be a fun night at work. It's just crazy. It's just fucking crazy. Jeffrey Domer shit blew my mind when I was a kid. Cause I was like, how do I get to that level? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was like, I was like, it's, it seems so weird when somebody's like, with, with like, that's a real life cannibal. I thought cannibals were supposed to be like people that like pr- pray to goats and have drippy candles all over their 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 cave, and they're like Van Guantalamera or well, I don't know. They they talk in tongues and and they're like eating a little piece of a finger or something, or or, or it's like or it's like some like beach, you know. Palm tree, tribe type, Caribbean, Caribbean? Either way, it's like that. And at night, when the torches come out, they they have customs that they, you know, eat, eat a grandma's brain. I don't know, but it that's what a cannibal, not fucking Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Nobody saw that coming. Just a guy hanging out in Milwaukee. Cheese curds just never fucking did it for me, man. He's talking to the guard after he's been arrested. A psychologist. Why do you think you eat people, Jeffrey? 
Yeah, well, I never really liked cheese curds that much. Uh, probably got something to do with that. Next question. <laughs> Just an alcoholic. He worked at a chocolate factory. Hey, if it couldn't get any weirder, don't also work at a chocolate factory. You know what I mean? Get a creepier job. Or, excuse me. Get a less creepier job than working at a job. What do you do all day? Well, <laughs> well, all day I work in a sweets factory where I tend to the chocolate river. And at night I go to the gay bar and bite another gay man's finger off. And where do you live? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. But it was scary. When I was a kid, I was scared, okay? People told me about Jeffrey Dahmer. Barbie being called as Jeffrey Dahmer if we killed a spider. It was a wild time. But the other the other thing you got to remember about old uh, old JD was JD... He didn't live in the woods. He didn't have a cabin with a kill house and a place to cut up the bodies and do whatever he wants. Because he had an altar in his house, by the way, was like a bunch of skulls on it of his victims. He had an altar to his house, he, or to his house, uh, in his house of whatever he was doing. Yeah, I don't know. He's a fucking weirdo. And so he's got an altar in there and he didn't, it wasn't the woods. It wasn't a log cabin in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. It wasn't even, this motherfucker lived in an apartment. He didn't even have a driveway, okay? He lived in a fucking stackable apartment. And he didn't live in the basement. He lived on one of the main floors. You know what I mean? Those classic American apartments that are just squares. It's got a white hallway with some rugs. And you just put your key in. And you open it up to your living room and your joined kitchen. And then there's a bathroom and a bedroom. And that was all she wrote. And this motherfucker killed like 37 people. So you live in an apartment. You, I don't know, are a prolific cannibal in the Milwaukee area. Sorry, I'm looking this up. Uh, It's so weird that when you just type in Jeffrey... Dahmer's the fourth one, not Jeffrey the giraffe, not, okay, he killed 17 men, okay, I said 37, that was a a wild overshot, yeah, he killed 37, man, he just looks like, he just looks like such a geek, like, he looks like a geek, he looks like every person that works at a UDF, for, I'm from, (laughs) I'm not kidding, What's your favorite flavor? Mm, they don't have the one I like. <laughs> and you walk out with your cone, coconut chip, and you go, that guy kind of gives me a weird vibe. And your buddy goes, yeah, I've always thought that. He's probably a murderer. But then you just go about your day. Okay. This one is from May 17th, 2019, and it's an article. So, anyway, living in an apartment, you know what that means. 
You got neighbors. You got some hideo. How are you? You live in close proximity to other human beings. I used to live in an apartment where I could hear my neighbor cough. You know what I mean? I used to live in an apartment and my neighbor... Actually, I used to live in an apartment where my upstairs neighbors, I would hear them cough. And my downstairs neighbors were uh, like maybe four middle middle age no not middle they're like mid late 20s mid 30s these guys they were selling viscous chemicals to people and um they would listen they would they would they did a music video out back of my apartment one night i woke up uh, to flashing lights. I thought there was police officers back there. No, it was a music video. They were throwing ones all around on the ground, and uh, one guy had a loaded AK-47. And they were just singing into the camera, lip-syncing, making a video. Those dudes uh, would wake me up every Sunday night at about 4 a.m. because they were watching Game of Thrones too loud. <laughs> So you're going to hear some shit living in an apartment. You know what I mean? Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbor says male male victim didn't ever come out of apartment 231. 231. What is wrong with me? 231. Man, it's even a creepy number. It's not. Um, okay, two weeks after moving in. Oh, so... Uh, the, okay, so he lived in an apartment, yes, but he killed 16 men of the 17 in that apartment. So he lived there for, um, I don't know, I didn't read that far, but he, at, two weeks after he moved in, he was just like, all right, getting, uh, getting a hankering for some chest. His neighbor, uh, Pamela Bass, 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 we'll go with bass, said he would come back with guys. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Sorry. She said uh, he would come back with guys, and then I kept seeing these people, and I told myself, they don't ever come out from over there. And the, I see them go in, and I don't see them go out. And that's the uh, whole thing. Wow, that was bad. That was it? That was it? Radar online? That was it. I saved that article. What a boring fucking blurb. Written on May 17th, 2019. You go into work at Radar that day? You look at your stack. Uh, write a thing about Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbor's account with him. Okay. Can I just guess what she would have said? Sure. Find an angle. Just make up something she would have said. Okay. Uh, how about... Um, this is just a shot in the dark. How about... Um, ding dong. Uh, no, no, I don't like that. I don't want to start with a pun. He did commit... Heinous crimes. Let's see here. Uh, how about uh, how about 
What would a lady say? Oh, how about I, uh, uh, he brings a lot of guys over there. I see them go in, but I never see them come out. Perfect. Print it. Put it online. Some dumb fuck is going to read it for his podcast. My loud. Ah, now these are what we're looking for. It's another radar online. Okay, let's guess how this is going to go. If the last one went with the the story being like, I saw him go in there. Uh, I saw people go into the apartment and never come out. And then the entire article was just his mugshot and it said, I saw him go in there with some men, but I never saw anyone come out. Okay, so let's guess. This is the title. Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbor was woken up by the stench of corpse and killer's apartment. <sighs> Here we go. Here comes the neighbor. Jeffrey Dahmer told his neighbors that the stench coming from his apartment came from rotten meat. From They spelled from wrong on Radar Online. Let, let, let me read it the way it was spelled. Jeffrey Dahmer told his neighbors that the stench coming from his apartment came from rotten meat. From his broken freezer. Yeah, but it's from. Oh, so Dahmer went. Dahmer went over to his neighbors and was like, "Hey guys, I really want to apologize for the smell coming out of my apartment. My freezer broke and a bunch of meat rotted. Sorry, guys." And then his neighbor went, "Oh yeah, man, that does really stink walking by there. I hope you get that figured out." And he's like, "Thanks, neighbor." And the neighbor's like, no problem, Jeff. And then the neighbor goes in, and then three years later, the neighbor's like, hey, man, it smells fucked up still. Like, what kind of meat was in there? How come no one ever, ever, like, for years, no one ever just approached him like, look, dude, I know this is kind of the hood. And I know that, you know, we don't have a person that comes around and vacuums the hallways every week. And, you know, uh, we had that raccoon problem for a while. And I know it's not the greatest place. But your apartment is an abomination. Okay? Your apartment... Sometimes we've made a game in the in the building where we all see how long we can spray Febreze under your door until you notice. Your apartment stinks, Jeff. Figure it out. People are moving. Uh, sorry, uh, my freezer broke and I had some rotten meat in there two years ago. My bad. His former neighbor is speaking out. Here we go. The smell was so bad to where it woke me up around midnight or so. And I went to the front door and I looked in the hallway and that was the first time I'd ever seen death. Oh, I could actually see the stench. Okay. And that's it. That's the recount. My man said he could see the smell. You know how gnarly that had to be. I mean, for real. Did no one? Did no one just go? Listen, I fucking hate to be this guy, but I'm. I'm just gonna call the landlord. I just gotta call him. No, don't call him. That's not neighborly. 
Listen, I go to work and people at work think that I dipped my shirt in a deer's asshole. Okay? You can't have me doing this anymore. I can't go to work around my coworker and and hi everyone. They're like, there's stinky Matt. Okay? I'm calling the landlord. And that's the end of it. And if you don't like it, divorce me. <laughs> oh, 2011, the lady that tried to end Jeffrey Dahmer's crimes died. Well, I'll be damned. Oh, okay, now, now here we are. Dahmer's neighbors say strange behavior fit the neighborhood. Here we go. Residents near where 11 dismembers bought. Fuck. Take two and five, four, three, two. Residents near where the 11 dismembered bodies were found say that the repugnant... <laughs> I said repugnant right, but I second-guessed myself. Repugnant over... Ober. Fuck me, dude. Am I going to delete this whole thing? Because I just pissed my... Mm. Repugnant odor. Sawing noises. Screams and scuffling they heard in the suspect's apartment didn't raise suspicion in the neighborhood with a high crime and strange personalities. Hey, listen up, neighbors. Eleven dismembered bodies were found. The repugnant odor, sawing noises, and screams. And scuffling. Screams and scuffling. It's just normal in your neighborhood? No. I'm sorry, but no. Screams? Okay, maybe. But I think the kind of screams that what Jeffrey Dahmer was doing to people are a lot different than somebody cheering at a football game or screaming at the, the Game of Thrones or something like that. Those are different. Or even a domestic disturbance. These are people being murdered. Okay? Okay? Scuffling noises. Okay, maybe a scuffling noise you don't really bat an eye at. I get that. Repugnant odor. Eh, that's it. That's the one. That's the one. We already covered it, but that's the one. But how about, I don't know, sawing noises? Yeah, dude. Something weird is happening in there. If you hear sawing noises in somebody's apartment and a couple weeks later you walk past, if you hear a lot of sawing and a couple weeks later you walk past as they're walking in another apartment and you peek in and their apartment still looks the exact same, you got a killer. They kill people. Unless he's putting in fucking crown molding and shit, there should never be a sawing noise come out of an apartment. Okay? Okay? One neighbor said she heard sawing in Dahmer's apartment in recent weeks, but did not call the police about it, figuring the neighbor was simply building something. Yeah, at night. Building a damn altar. To evil. He was smooth. He came out of his apartment. He had a quick smile. We talked We talked about work and that kind of stuff. He was a little weird, kind of a square guy. I said he looked like a nerd, didn't I? How can something like this happen in an apartment building? <laughs> Same question I asked, brother. I can see it in the open countryside. But here it just seems... It just seems possible. Okay. Uh, yeah, Dahmer was an introvert. Duh. 
low-income neighborhood. When you walk down the street every day, you, you see people who are a little off. Well, that's just a mean neighbor. Dumber, uh, you become accustomed to little weirdnesses in the neighborhood. Sure, that's everybody. You got a guy that yells at the, the paper boy. You got the garbage man that every time he gets out of the house, he coughs real loud in the morning. You got weird little stuff, you know. You got your mailman that, that has like a like an anklet, like a silver ankle bracelet. And you're like, why does he wear that? You know, you th- that's a little weirdness. But a dude that's like, hi, I work at a chocolate factory. Sorry if I was sawing late last night, but <laughs> I've got a big project in there. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's different than a little weirdness. Guy that wears... Guy that wears a bandana. Yeah, that's weird, but it's not. Okay, what is this going to be? Another woman said gunshots and unusual noises are frequent in the neighborhood and how she seldom calls the police. It used to be if you heard a scream at night, we were all ears looking outside to see how it was. To see how it was. Um, And now if we hear a scream, we really don't kind of hear it okay um it could be kids screaming or it could be people screaming it can be a number of things happening yeah thanks i didn't even need to read that part you don't, you stop the quote before then for, for fuck's sakes there's a lot of drug activity said one neighbor Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay I do remember, I'm trying to find the one, this is the whole, this is really what the whole podcast was about. Um, Because a lot of neighbors recount just saying that he was nice, and they liked him, and he was like just a normal, weird, weird, nerdy guy. Um, Yeah, this is what the whole episode, sorry I had to pause, I ate ate some nuts. Um, This is what the whole episode is about, is... uh, there was a docu series or documentary. I can't find it anymore, but it was about um, how Jeffrey Dahmer, his neighbor, said that he fed her a sandwich. Like, didn't feed it to her. He wasn't like, "Eat the sandwich, you fucker." She said he was just walking out of his apartment, and he had an extra sandwich. He asked her if she wanted it, and she ate it. And she thought he was just friendly. You know, the stinky man. First of all, can I say something? I don't care what he's giving me. If it comes out of that apartment, straight in the trash. Straight in the trash. You know the guy who told you he had a stinky apartment because of spoiled meat? Um, And it was so stinky... They had to bulldoze the building after he got arrested. They had to bulldoze a building because of stink. That dude can't even shake my hand. One guy said he could see the stink. If I'm the neighbor, first of all, I'm paying whatever rent I want. If I'm the neighbor, I'm like, yo, actually, you know what? I, I, I'm i giving you 32 bucks this month. That's what I have on me. And that's what you get. I'm not. Have you smelled it in there? Fix it. Go in Jeff's apartment. Go in Jeff's apartment and fix the stink. 
So yeah. It's just so gnarly to think that he handed her a sandwich and she was like, thank you. And then ate it. Oh, thank you so much. What was that? Boy. That was boy meat. You just ate delicious boy meat. Oh, you're such a character. Where are you off to? I'm going to work at the chocolate factory. I've got a skull in my backpack. It watches me work. Enjoy your boar penis sandwich. Bye. And this lady's like, in the documentary, she's like, you know what? Haunts me every day, but I think I've eaten a body part. And it's like, yeah, no, you 100% have. You 100% have. Because after on the documentary, they explained what his apartment smelled like. Um, and then you said out of your mouth, I, uh, took a sandwich from the guy. Yeah. It's what you get. You get to eat a body part now because you shouldn't, any man who you've been on a documentary being filmed talking about how bad his apartment stank for 22 minutes. And now you're like, oh, and by the way, I took a sandwich from him one day. You deserve you. Yeah. You ate human. That was a bad move. You take a sandwich from the stinky guy and you're just like, I'll eat it. Jeremy Domer, if his apartment smelled that bad, which I'm sure it did, 11 dismembered bodies. If he came out of his apartment and was like, hey. Yo, 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 hello, hello, whoa. The whole uh, the whole thing crashed. Audacity crashed, and then I had to recover the projects. What was I talking about? Oh, if Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment stunk that bad. Well, I hope this works, Slipsters. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. This seems a little loud, though. Let me get this down. There we go. All right. If if he if he is to stink as much as they believe, because there's two things people talk about with Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. They talk about that he was a fucking cannibal. And then they talk about the smell that came out of his apartment. Okay? That's what they spoke about when they spoke about Jeffrey Dahmer. That's it. The ancillary thinks he's gay and then and then, you know, how they caught him. But it's always the stink and what he did. That's it. That's the only thing. And if he comes out of his apartment and he says to me, I'm his neighbor, he says to me, hey, I made some uh, I made some soup. You want some soup? I go, Jeff, I've called the landlord because of the smell. I don't want your fucking soup. I don't want to I don't want to I don't even want to live here because of you, Jeff. I don't want your soup. I don't want sandwiches. I don't want anything that comes out. Of that cesspit. What are you keeping in there? Men's asses? If you only knew. (laughs) And why do you got a big blue barrel? Why? Why do you have a big blue barrel?
This fucking place sucks. You know? <laughs> I'm over it. I can't believe I've lived here this long. What do you do all night? You're always sawing. Actually, you know what, Jeff? You know what? It is 2 p.m. You know what? I'm going to leave my door open. Honey, I'm going over to Jeff's place. I would like to see what you've been working on in there, and I will come over and have a bowl of soup. Because I'm sick of being the stinky guy at work. Because of you, Jeff. So, yeah, let's go in. Well, actually, I'm late for an appointment with with Mayor Macadamia Nut at the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah, I bet you are. Well, you're going to call in a little later because I want to get in there. I really want to see. You know, what would have happened, honestly? Because Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't like, he wouldn't like fight. You know what I mean? He, he didn't go down as, in his serial killer sense as like a prolific fighter. It's not like he was like very his like his whole shit was to get people drunker than fuck and then like kind of like like knock them out, I guess. Like put somebody in a sleeper hold or something. Like it's not like it's not like his weapon of choice was like the sleeper hold. It's like dude you come at me with a sleeper hold, I'm going to fucking beat you up. I don't even drink that much anymore. Not even a Target. I don't know, man. I would have had to have known. I cannot believe he didn't get confronted more. Like, how do the people at the chocolate... At the chocolate factory, they said he brought, like, body part, like, well, he brought a skull a couple times in his work locker. You know, when you take skull to work, he took a skull to work a couple of times because he's a, a murderer. And I bet working in a chocolate factory doesn't, isn't the stinkiest of factories, you know? Probably nice and cool. It smells a little, probably like burnt chocolate when somebody burns a batch. But but really, it's probably nice and temperate, and it's got to be clean, and it's it's probably like a really nice place. If old if old Jeffrey Stink walks in, how is nobody like I fucking hate working the Chocolate River with Jeffrey? And they're like, oh, I know. I worked with him on Tuesday, and he smelled like a bag of assholes. You're like, yeah, right? What is that smell? Has he told you about the rotten meat in his broken freezer? He did tell me that. But that was like 11 months ago, right? Yes, it was. It was 11 months ago when he said that. Because I remember it was around Christmas time. Because he came in making a big, not to be funny, stink about his freezer breaking. After Mike said something about how he smelled like 700 dicks. Yep, uh uh-huh. We should all probably go to the manager and say, you know what? There's not much of a precedent for that because nobody knows how to do it, but I'd be the one. I know I would be. I wouldn't tell somebody they stunk right to their face because it's super offensive. And I don't want to be mean. But I would, the first day I worked on the Chocolate River, 
or the swizzle stick, you know, line or whatever, whatever they do at the chocolate factory. The first day I worked with Jeffrey Dahmer, I'd be like, yo, what? What, dude? Hi, I'm Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not fucking touching you because I don't know if you know this, but wow, dude. He'd be like, what do you mean? And then I do my move where I didn't say anything. And I turned around and I walked off. And Jeffrey Dahmer would be like, sir? Sir? But I would be walking straight to the manager's office. Like a narc, dude. Like a grade A fucking tattletale. Adult tattletale. Walking right up. Come in. Yeah, Mr. Uh... Mr. Macadamia Nut, I just I just need to let you know. Oh, hi, Rand. You do terrific work around here, and thank you so much, sir. Um, is everything okay? Um, no. Well, everything's great with work. Uh, I love the new um, marshmallow dipping station. I, I I like everything we're doing here, and I really want to tell you I appreciate uh, you 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 having me on and the perks of this company and and, and the direction you're taking my career personally. I want to tell you thank you so much. Oh, no, yeah, no problem. You're a great worker, and uh, you're probably the number one swizzle stick maker in all the land. Thank you so much. And I and I don't want to overstep my bounds here, but I do have something I need to bring up, okay? Yeah, sure, go ahead. And I think we're pretty tight. You know, me and you are tight enough We can I could speak candidly with you. Am I correct in my assessment? You absolutely are. Mr. Macadamia loves you. Thank you, and, I, and Rand loves you, too. Um, this new guy, Jeff... Oh, yeah, Jeff works at the Chocolate River. Right, yes. Um, from from what I know, very affable guy. A uh, little strange, but that's not what I'm here for. Oh, okay, please. Wh- what's going on? I just have to tell you, um, and this is just as simple and as nice as I can put this. Uh, sure, go ahead. And, and you can speak very forthright with me. You know that. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. Because... Okay, are you, do you do you hunt? Uh, yeah, I have hunted in the past. You know. Okay, imagine if you cut just the part of the deer's asshole that farts pass through. Okay, times it by a thousand and put it in a bag of blood, and that's what that man smells like. All right, he smells like a bunch of deer's farty assholes in a bag of arid blood. And you got me working down there in the Chocolate River, and the whole time I'm trying not to toss my freshly baked cookies into said Chocolate River. I'm really sorry to hear that. Uh, Yeah, send him up. One person had to say that. One person had to go to Mr. Macadamia Nut and say, Listen, sir, this man smells revolting. Eleven dismembered bodies in his house. In an apartment. If I live there. If I live there. Fucking the tattletale. If I live there. I'm trying to watch my shows. And I got to smell. Eleven dismembered bodies. No. You don't get to saw. More than one time. At night. 
in the apartment building I live in without a quick call to the landlord. I will straight narc on you, dude. If I live in an apartment building and somebody's doing something fucking crazy, like sawing at night, I will tell on you. And I hate tattletales. I fucking hate a rat. But if you're, I, I, I'm going to just say it in conversation. I know who I am. I don't know. Sums up in there. He saws at night. What do you mean? He saws at night. Saws? Yeah, yeah. Like a, like with a, with a piece of wood. I saw you're scuffling and screaming in there. And the guy's apartment stinks. Nobody put these fucking clues together. Not one person. Did he live in? Did what? Did he live in the most oblivious apartment complex in all of North America? I mean, I know there wasn't really. I mean, I know DNA evidence was in its fledgling stages. But how about use your fucking eyes? How about that? What what the fuck are you up to in your apartment? When you're like, oh yeah, Jeffrey sawing again. Anyway, you guys want to finish building this boat horn? You want to test it? I think it's ready. I mean, he's just sawing all night. We might as well try out our symphony of semi-truck horns, right? He doesn't care. He's up there building. Hear a fucking scream and a scuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must be up there building something. He and somebody must be getting into it. I think I ate a piece of a body. Yeah, you probably did. And that's what you get for being... You know who eats bodies? Oblivious people. That's who eats a body from a stinky man in an apartment who saws at night. That's that's who you don't. You don't have to trust everyone because they smile when they walk out of their stink dungeon. Sorry that lady had to eat a body part to find out how to open her fucking eyes. And may peace find the victims. That I'm serious about. That's a shitty thing. Killed 17 people. Dude's just trying to have a good time. You don't need to just be safe out there. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Randora's box. It's terrible. What happened to those people really is from a big gangly fucking goofus like old stinky Jeff. His neighbors were just like, Game of sandwiches. You know the guy that's carting a giant blue barrel up the stairs? What's that for? Uh, remember that rotten meat in my broken freezer? Yeah, I'm going to try to... Uh... Listen, guys, I've been killing people for years in this apartment. And I don't know how none of you have even... Batted an eye my direction, but someone please call someone. That's seemingly what it would have had to take. But wait, 
I mean, I guess I could cap it off with what actually happened. How did he get arrested? That I don't know about. Am I spelling Jeffrey right? Man, you would think I would know how to spell it as much as I Google him. Okay, he was arrested in 1991, July, July 22nd. Here's the arrest. On July 22nd, 1991, Dahmer approached three men with the offer of $100 to accompany him to his apartment to pose for nude photographs, drink beer, and simply keep him company. One of the trio, 32-year-old Tracy Edwards, agreed to accompany him to his apartment. Upon entering Dahmer's, Dahmer's, Dahmer's apartment, Edwards noted a foul odor and several boxes of hydrochloric acid on the floor. Okay, cool. See ya. You better be a fucking good photographer. (laughs) Which Dahmer claimed to be used for cleaning bricks. Yeah. Jameis. After some minor conversation, Edwards... Edwards responded to Dahmer's request to turn his head and view his tropical fish, whereupon Dahmer placed a handcuff upon his wrist. Edwards asked, what's happening? Dahmer unsuccessfully attempted to cuff his wrist together, then told Edwards to accompany him to the bedroom to pose for nude pictures. While inside the bedroom, Edwards noted nude male posters on the wall and that a videotape of Exorcist 3 was playing. He also noted a blue 57-gallon drum in the corner. For which a strong odor emanated. Yikes. What's... Oh, nice fish. Dahmer then brandished a knife and informed Edwards he intended to take nude pictures of him. Hey, hey, check out this knife. Still gonna take pictures of you naked. In an attempt to appease Dahmer, Edwards unbuttoned his shirt, saying he would allow him to do so if he would remove the handcuffs and put the knife away. In response to this promise, Dahmer simply turned his attention towards the TV. Edwards observed Dahmer rocking back and forth and chanting before turning his attention back to him. He placed his head on Edwards' chest, listened to his heartbeat, and with a knife pressed against his intended victim, informed Edwards he he intended to eat his heart. Okay, scary. That's so scary. Why isn't this in in a movie? This is terrifying. In continuous attempts to prevent Dahmer from attacking it, Edwards repeated it. Edwards repeated that he was Dahmer's friend and he was not going to run away. Edwards has decided he was going to either jump from the window or run through the unlocked front door upon the next available opportunity. Whoa, dope. This guy is like, got a plan. When Edwards next stated he needed to use the bathroom, asked if he could sit sit with a beer in the living room. When Edwards next stated he needed to use the bathroom, he asked if they could sit in the Sit with a beer in the living room. Man, that sentence looks so crazy. Where there was air conditioning, to which Dahmer consented. And the pair walked into the living room. When Edwards exited the bathroom inside the living room, Edwards waited until he observed Dahmer have a monument, mo- momentary lapse of concentration before requesting to use the bathroom again. When Edwards rose from the couch, he noted Dahmer was not holding handcuffs. Where upon... Edwards punched him in the face, knocking Dahmer off balance, and then ran out the front door. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Socked his bitch ass. 
At 11.30 p.m. on July 22nd, Edwards flagged down two Milwaukee police officers at the corner of North 25th Street. The officers noted Edwards had a handcuff attached to his wrist, whereupon Edwards explained to the officers that a freak had <laughs> placed the handcuffs upon him and asked if the police could remove them. When the officer's handcuffs keys failed to fit the brand of handcuffs, Edwards agreed to accompany the officers to the apartment where Edwards stated he had spent the previous five hours before escaping. When the officers arrived at apartment 213, Dahmer invited the trio inside and acknowledged he had indeed placed the handcuffs upon Edwards, although he offered no explanation to it why he had done so. At this point, Edwards divulged, oh my jemus, dude. At this point, this is so, I just looked down at how much longer this is. Who cares? This is fine. At this point, Edwards divulged to the officers that Dahmer had also branded a large knife upon upon him and, and that this had happened in the bedroom. Dahmer made no comment to this revelation, indicating to one of the officers, Rolf Mueller, that the key to the handcuffs was in his bedside dresser in the bedroom. As Mueller entered the bedroom, Dahmer attempted to pass Mueller himself to retrieve the key, whereupon the second officer present, Robert Ralph, Rayuth, Robert Rayuth, informed him to back off. In the bedroom, Mueller noted there was indeed a large knife beneath the bed. He also saw an open drawer which, upon closer inspection, contained scores of Polaroid pictures, many which were of human bodies in various stages of dismemberment. Whoa. Miller noted the decor indicated that he had been taken in the very apartment in which... Oh, the decor indicated that they those Polaroids were taken in the very apartment he was in right now. Whoa. He walked in the living room to show, show them to his partner, uttering the words, These... These are for real. When Dahmer saw what Mueller was holding, several of his Polaroids, he fought with the officers in an effort to resist arrest. The officers quickly overpowered him, cuffed his hands behind his back, and called a second squad car for backup. At this point, Mueller opened the refrigerator to reveal the freshly severed head of a black male on the bottom shelf. As Dahmer lay pinned to the floor beneath Rayuth, he turned his head towards the officers and muttered the words, For what I did, I should be dead. Hmm. A more detailed search of the apartment conducted by the Criminal Investigation Bureau revealed a total of four severed heads in Dahmer's kitchen. A total of seven skulls, some painted, some bleached, were found in Dahmer's bedroom inside a closet. In addition, investigators discovered a collected blood drippings upon a tray at the bottom of Dahmer's refrigerator. Plus two human hearts. Oh, yipe! And a portion of an arm muscle. Mm, okay. Each wrapped inside plastic bags upon the shelf. In Dahmer's freezer, investigators discovered an entire torso, plus a bag, plus a bag of human organs and flesh stuck to the ice at the bottom. Everywhere, every elsewhere in apartment two one three, investigators discovered two entire skeletons, a pair of several hands, severed hands. Oh my gosh, two severed and preserved penises, a mummified scalp, and in the fifty-seven gallon drum. Three further dismembered torsos dissolving in an acid solution. A total of 74 Polaroid pictures detailing the dismemberment of Dahmer's victims were found in reference to the recovery of body parts and artifacts at 924 North 25th Street. 
the chief medical examiner later stated it was more like a dismantling someone museum than an actual crime scene. Holy fucking shit. There might have to be a fucking gore warning on this. Hey, guys. Yeah, just, you know, you can come in my place. Just uh, don't look anywhere. You know what I mean? Don't open anything anywhere. Come on in, officer. A fucking evil piece of shit. I don't think I'm going to be doing any more episodes on old Jeffrey Dahmer. That's about enough. That dude is giving me the the willies. Actually, he's giving me the Williams. That's it. That was it. Let's close Randora's box. Thank you all for listening. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, Rumble Lips, uh, do it through Venmo. Um, it's uh, at Rand-Barnaclo, and PayPal is at rbarnaclo, or at Rambarnaclo. They're, they're one or the other. Rand-Barnaclo or Rand-Barnaclo. Um if you donate fifty dollars or more, I uh I'll send you a personalized episode. About a twenty minute guy, fifteen, twenty minute guy. And you can send me uh the topic you want me to talk about, which somebody already has. So I'll be doing that. Share the podcast, please, please write a review on iTunes, please. Five star review, write a review. I want to get in the top ten thousand. I love you guys. Sponsors, Boomtown, Go Bananas Comedy Club. Ohio Valley Beard Supply, Hero Gym, and, of course, Danny Gamble at Higher Level Art. I'll talk to you guys uh, next week with a new episode of Rumble Lips. Thanks for listening to Randora's Box. See ya.